Hello and welcome to Chat Footy episode 25. I'm your host Dave and today you'll just have to put up with me on my own as Chris was going to be here but he's swinging his handbag around at the Trafford Centre. So probably reminiscing about great teams in years gone by and ultimately probably trying to not think about football. So what I wanted to do is to just run through some of the results we've had over last weekend and the midweek fixtures as well and then take a little look at the fixtures coming up at this coming weekend and also we haven't looked for a while at the fantasy league table um, kind of deliberately from my perspective but uh, we'll just give a quick update on how the three of us uh, myself Chris Ben how we're doing there. So the first thing to tackle, just to start off, first fixture uh, within our sphere of what we care about is the Southampton-Manchester United game. And I have to confess, so, and I think we've mentioned this on the podcast before, we do have like a WhatsApp group uh, where we'll basically give each other a bit, of ban- a bit of abuse, a bit of banter. When Manchester United go behind... Obviously, Ben and myself are uh, reveling in that. And same when Liverpool go behind. So Chris is very quick. He's, it, Chris is like the master of the gif, the uh, the poignant cutting gif at the time. So he, he is pretty good at that, to be fair. But So Southampton, I couldn't see anything other than a Manchester United win, to be honest. I mean, I, I keep looking at this collection of talented players And I know, you know, clearly all is not well with the manager. You know, he kind of wears his heart on his sleeve a little bit there. You know, you can tell when he's in a bad mood. But, um, yeah, they've obviously pulled it out the bag there to draw level. But then, again, you're expecting Herrera scored in in, uh, the 39th or 40th minute. And you're expecting, again, the old Manchester United will go on and kick on from there. And, you know, it might finish four or five, two or something like that. But, um, yeah, no, no such comeback. And so they, they end up with another point at, at a team that then went on to sack their manager. So, again, this, this is kind of new ground, this. So a team like Southampton don't get three points against United. And then that's the straw that breaks the camel's back to sack Mark Hughes as the manager. So bit crazy um again i find Mourinho's comments after the game just ultimately baffling i suit i do sometimes wonder is he trying to get himself sacked just reading a quote now so it says it doesn't matter the system we play not winning has to do with the characteristics of the players with all due respect we don't have many mad dogs that bite the ball and press all the time we don't have many people with that spirit well jose is your team if you don't have that you should have got it in the transfer windows or you know you play a system that works to the strengths of the players that you actually do have Um, again it just seems to be throwing the players under the bus there I can't imagine that the players react any players would react particularly well to that but they did avoid defeat so again if if they had been beat uh, maybe that would push Jose closer to the to the exit door, which which I certainly don't want. So again, quite happy to watch the circus. Over to the other match, the match that I really care about. So Liverpool against Everton. What a match that was! So 
for years now, uh, Liverpool have had the beating pretty comfortably of Everton. Um, it, gone are the old dogs of war days. Certainly the the, uh, the 80s when Everton had that fantastic Howard Kendall side, those are well gone now. And, uh, and certainly the last kind of decade, and probably post-David Moyes, to be fair, um, Everton have never really looked like uh, getting a result at Anfield. Now, to be fair, on Sunday, they did play really well. And they might feel a little hard done to. Um, so, obviously, the the winner came right deep into injury time. Um, and they had decent chances themselves as well. But I, I thought... I thought probably a draw was was would have been a fair result. Uh, both teams could have pointed at, at you know particular events in the in the match and chances, but uh, but yeah, it was absolutely fantastic to get the win there. I do have to say, I think big question marks for me about Jordan Pickford. He came out of the World Cup with a huge amount of credit, but I'm not particularly sure why he's not. Not a particularly big keeper. He doesn't look physically imposing. And for the goal, I mean, that was that was an awful decision. He said that uh, he said he got his hand stuck under the bar or something. You can clearly see he's, he's not. He's just he's just made a mistake. He's he is too close to the bar, and you've seen it hundreds of times over the years. The keeper just you know just needs to knock it behind for the corner. Um, and then it should be it should have been a routine thing for for the keeper and he's just made an awful decision there now to be fair it's then bounced again off the crossbar you know not quite gone out and Origi's been quite opportunistic to follow it up there and and pop in a winner and make himself a bit of a legend so and he's a funny one, Origi. Bit bit of an enigma. He's got. He seems to have all of the attributes. He's big, strong. He's still only young, um, but there's question marks as to whether he's he's really got a future at Liverpool. Um, he doesn't seem to fit into that Klopp style. But, but I must admit, I do like him. He's really direct, pacey. He's just something different from all the other strikers and I'd like to see him given a chance he did have a really good spell and then he was taken out uh, that was a, a derby as well actually um, he was playing re- really well up until that point and then he got injured and he's never quite come back the same player and he's come back now sporting a new hairdo um, so let's see if he gets another uh, a bit of a run in the side and, and see how he does on to the midweek fixtures so Going to United again. I've never seen so finished two all against Arsenal. Again, United had to come from behind twice, and I've probably never seen four goals of such poor quality in a game. Certainly not in a in a game like this. I mean, Manchester United against Arsenal for the last twenty years that has been one of the the biggest games you know you've got the derbies you've got the manchester derby you've got the merseyside derby various london derbies you've got manchester united liverpool but when wenger and alex ferguson were there and those were the two best teams this was quite often a a really key game and filled with lots of you know, lots of spectacular goals, crunching tackles, and and everything. But yeah, it's really poor goals. Ultimately, you don't you don't really care as a fan if someone screams at him from thirty yards, or or it 
bounces off someone's knee and rolls into the corner. But, you know, it was just odd. Never seen that many goals in uh, in one game that are such poor quality. And I did find that Mourinho's comments this time were almost the other way. He said they, they showed big heart and soul to come back twice can't really argue with that it is always good you know when you when you're losing and you come back again though I just think United shouldn't be satisfied I think one of the things if I go back uh, Roy Hodgson the Liverpool fans never got on with him at all and the problem was he came in and he tried to continue that Fulham kind of mentality that, that he'd sort of come from and you know, he was satisfied with, uh, you know, narrowly getting beat. I think there was a draw at Birmingham that he was crowing about. And it's like, no, you should really be aiming higher than that. And so, you know, I, my mind wanders back to that when I see, you know, Mourinho saying about big heart and soul to come back. They're at home. United should be expecting to win those games, I think. But again, avoided defeat. I did hear some talk on the radio that the pressure was off Mourinho now because of that. Don't don't buy that. You know, I think if I look at the league table right now, they're 18 points after 15 games. They're 18 points off Manchester City, their local rivals. So I don't see how the pressure can be off. To be honest. Now, in terms of the Liverpool game, so Liverpool were playing over at Burnley, and uh, this is a fixture I don't like. And I know Burnley are, are not having the greatest season. I think Chris had given them the kiss of the d- kiss of death, putting them as nails on for the Champions League spots. But we've traditionally struggled there. I, I seem to remember uh, even before they hit the top flight, it was an awful Jimmy Triori attempted track back. <laughs> Uh, to bring it into his own goal in an FA Cup game, but just we've never really had that much joy there. And I think the first season they came up, we had something like seventy-eight, eighty percent, eighty percent possession, and uh, still managed to lose against them. So going into that game, Klopp had announced seven different changes, and. Uh, you know, I, I'll be honest, I, I try and stay off Twitter, so I, I find out what's going on on Twitter before games from Ben more, more so than anything. He'll say to me, oh, such such things happening on Twitter. I I stay off it because it's just toxic. I don't know what it is. I don't know, you know, because the fans who go to the games, they're not on Twitter before the games, are they? They're in the pub, they're having a few pints, you know, before they head across to the match. And it just seems everyone else seems to whip themselves up into a frenzy. So I think there were these seven changes that had been announced. And then from what I could tell, you know, Twitter was going mad. You know, people were going, oh, this is crazy. We're throwing away the game and we might as well just hand Manchester City the title now. And, you know, it's total overreaction. And I think, I guess all clubs probably have it, but... um, yeah, it's it's just something I'd sooner not engage with, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> when uh, when Burnley went ahead, it looked like you know the, the, this gamble that Klopp had uh, taken to freshen up the side and make some changes there probably wasn't going to come off. And then the knives were being sharpened 
everyone was waiting to be really angry at the end of the game and, and you know declare that we'd thrown it away. But fortunately, we got got a quick goal back, which was which is always good. And then it it wasn't too long after that that uh, you know Bobby Firmino came on, scored with his first touch, which you can't argue with. And then old Shakiri popped up uh, to make it three one, which which probably flattered us a little bit. At the end, uh, Allison made a, a great save just before that. Could have quite easily been two-two, but as it as it finished up three-one, it, it looks a lot more comfortable than it than it was. In terms of games coming up this weekend, we've got Bournemouth against Liverpool. That's the twelve thirty kickoff, and then Manchester United against Fulham is kicking off at three o'clock. So first one, I think uh, Bournemouth Liverpool. That's that's tough one to call again a bit like Burnley we've had some poor results down there I remember a 4-3 which sticks in the throat which which was a first half performance we absolutely were coasting and then uh, somehow managed to to lose that game 4-3 but you know let's see hopefully we can carry on this form and just keep that pressure on City City are playing some of some of the best football uh, I've seen from a from an English side, quite honestly. But it must be a slight annoyance when you've got a team sort of snapping at your heels and, and annoyingly. You know, Liverpool have not played well this year at all. They played much better last year. But the difference is the results. And the, the biggest difference, to be honest, is... You know, Van Dyke's having his, his first full season, and then you've got Allison, the keeper, there. So there's a much stronger spine to the side, and, and you know, we can grind out results a lot better. But uh, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, we'll get the three points there. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if we struggled a bit and, and finishes with a draw. Hopefully, not, not a defeat. As for Manchester United, surely. Surely they can't drop points against Fulham. Let's see. <laughs> They've been proving me wrong all season. But again, I just think with that talented squad, surely they're going to click into gear at some point and someone is going to get a paste in, I would have thought. And Fulham do seem like the sort of side who, who could actually be on the receiving end there. Just a quick word then about the fantasy league. So Ben is absolutely storming it, quite honestly, at the minute. He's he hit the front from about week one. So out of all the uh, people in the chat footy podcast league, Ben's at the top there. Um, I'm fifth, quite a way behind Ben, to be honest, in terms of points. Um, and Chris is propping up the league, so uh, must do better, Chris. Well, just a short one today. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us on chatfootypodcast at gmail.com or you can get us on Twitter at chatfooty. If you want to listen to some of our other podcasts, you can listen to the Grassroots Coachcast, which is myself and Ben, and we talk about coaching youth football or soccer uh, at the grassroots level and all the trials and tribulations with that, usually about you know most of the tribulations. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you're interested in that, go and have a listen. Chris and I also do a slightly different podcast, which is called Comics in Motion. So what that's all about, it's about all these movies that are based on comic books and we kind of go into the background about those and, and talk about it, 
go through and we'll review um, some of these media. Well, thanks for listening. I've been Dave. So best of luck to all the teams who are playing this weekend, apart from those who play at Old Trafford. Take care now.